0: You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network, brought to you by Lacrosse Boots. The Lacrosse Alpha Burley Pro delivers an athletic and glove like fit that will hold the foot in place to prevent chafing and rubbing while on the move. Lacrosse Boots, done right since 1897. <laughs>
1: Your
2: host, Adam Keith, joined by Matt Dye, and we are excited for this week's podcast because we have three special guests from Quest Hunt Co. right here in Stratford, Missouri, not too far up the road from us, and uh, there you go. There's your introduction, Jeff.
0: (laughs) Sorry about that.
1: (laughs) Turned that off. Uh, Yeah,
2: so we've got Brian, Jeff, and Phil from Quest Hunt Co. How you guys doing? Good. Good.
1: Good, man. Thanks for having us absolutely
3: this is such a neat kind of experience one because it is a hometown crowd and feel you know great meeting you guys but you guys have got something so unique that's happening um so take a few minutes and just tell us what is quest hunt co what does it mean and what's your plans
0: yeah so i mean first of all thanks for having us guys this is this is awesome um giving us a chance to talk about quest i mean this has kind of been I think we were talking before we kind of went on here that uh it's sort of it's sort of grown and kind of become its own thing here going forward we, we really wanted to provide something to the whitetail industry that um we almost likened it to fishing tournaments you know when you're right if you're an avid fisherman there's just ample opportunities to go get involved in your community tournaments you know around here especially in missouri i mean any given weekend there's four or five tournaments on every lake so to get involved is pretty simple and we and you know Being hunters, we said, "Look, there's just not anything on that side of the equation to really get active, you know, Mm -hmm. get around and put your skills to the test, and you know, compete is one thing, but also be be a part of a little bit larger community to share stories and and make friends." And so, Quest was kind of born out of that. It was sort of our our own. We always joke about it's kind of our Quest to get a make make careers, make jobs for not only ourselves but people around us in an industry that we really love. And so. Mm -hmm. It kind of started there, and and you know the idea was to have a Missouri kind of a Missouri-based tournament and see what happens. And it really just grew. Um, we've been blessed to have um, lots of people and sponsors come on board and and start driving this. So, but the, the at the base of it, we said, look, let, you know, the buddy bass kind of model works really really well. Mm-hmm. Why don't we come out with a tournament that uses technology to track, um, you know, our competition to let people hunt where they. Where they work their ground, where they manage their deer, and not have to go somewhere else to do that, um, and that was our whole goal from the beginning. So, you know, that's kind of how we got to this point. Um, it's been really popular so far. We've had a lot of interest and in, in people wanting to get involved. Um, so we've been blessed there. But uh, but the concept is really you and a buddy getting the tournament. It's it's real cost effective to mm-hmm. enter. We charge seventy five dollars a team. You get in. Or, I'm sorry, seventy five dollars a person and one fifty a team. And once you're in. Um, you know you're you basically go hunt the way you normally would we're not we're not asking people to change the way they hunt or where they hunt it's more about just kind of game adding some gamification to the season putting a little competition to it and making it something to drive for so and you go hunt you score your best two deer Um, we've got some details that we can give out here in a minute just on how that works but um, it's basically total gross inches for your team and then every state which we've now added three additional states so we're in arkansas iowa missouri and mississippi this year awesome and um at the end of the season it all kind of culminates to a big outdoor trade show expo in springfield missouri which is a great location lots of stuff to do here with the museum at bass pro opening up and and, and at the bottom line is we're giving away about fifty thousand dollars in prizes per state Ooh. so um and along with that there's some other benefits these guys everybody in our tournament gets discounts to all of our sponsored product and companies so those can range but you know they're up to 35% off so if you're needing tree stands or cameras or something like that you know you can really make your money back real fast so in a nutshell that's kind of the 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 nickel tour I guess of what we're doing but it's it's really starting to take off.
3: That's awesome so in a nutshell it is a whitetail hunting tournament two-man team in your designated state and you're hunting that and basically adding up inches of antler at the end of the season and like you said it's not selective to just you know one weapon type right. it's bow gun muzzle or it's open to hunters sure and addle, that's what addle. yeah add a <laughs> 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 but it, it's it's open to anybody and really invites that theme that everyone's trying to get back to i feel like within the hunting industry of just opening up you know your arms to hunters and yeah. say hey listen we're all hunters we just need to come together and it's adding a little bit of um you know creativity to it and, and putting some pressure on people um to hopefully be successful in the woods right each and every year
0: yeah and you hit a good point there i mean one of the things that we say is kind of special about this tournament format is is the team aspect to it because we get a lot of people in missouri for example that you know all the big deer up north and you hear that a lot and and you know you get a lot of arguments both ways on that but at the end of the day the team format says look i mean you don't have to have a 200 inch deer on in your property or 200-plus, I mean, you, you really just got to go out as a team and, and, you know, kill a couple of deer that that, uh, that that score pretty decent and get you up there in the average. So um, it kind of levels the playing field just the same way a bass tournament would, you know, increases your odds. So our tagline's been from the beginning, it's anyone's game, and uh, and, and we really mean that. It's an amateur-only tournament, and it's, you know, whether it's a father-son duo, husband-wife, we got a lot of those going on right now in the tournament. So... Just a fun way to get involved, and, and I, we really believe that, that we might be surprised with who wins it this year. It's probably it may not be who any of us expect.
1: Yeah,
2: I know I'm pulling for the Southern Missouri guys. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and I think, Brian, you and I were talking on the phone last week about kind of the what br- what brought this on of the duo and how, you know, in Missouri especially, you have a wide variety from Northern Missouri, giant deer, crop country, to – even the boot hill in southern Missouri where it's timber and they're just not nearly as big but with the duo it really kind of puts it in anybody's game so um, I know I, I'll be anxious uh, to see who comes away with it
1: yeah yeah I th- and, and that's what's so cool about it we were talking as we were starting this thing you know I've got a cousin a seven-year-old little girl who killed a two ten and five-eighths in youth season you know we don't allow kids that young to hunt in this but you know anybody in the same Missouri, especially with rifle season during the, during the rut, can kill big deer, and and a lot of times it's not the highly skilled people; it's the guy checking his cows and a big buck runs out of a ditch or, yeah. And, and so we're kind of we're kind of bringing that all into play.
2: Yeah, totally. I there's a lot of big deer that get killed during Missouri gun season that that are uh, the guy that hits the coffee shop at seven and he gets out there at eight and he ends up killing the good one. I've heard of multiple stories back home where that's happened. So it'll be really interesting now. Uh, you also have the Arkansas, Mississippi, Iowa, and what other states? Is that's, that, it. that's it, right there. It. Yeah. Um, so uh, it'll be really interesting to see what some of the big some of the big deer come out in what state and and who's doing it. So, um, what are the age restrictions on this? You mentioned something right there. You said you got to be how old to enter yeah, into this? Sixteen and up. Sixteen um, and up. Yeah, we did that in
1: Missouri just because of the youth season. Yeah, um, yeah. So over anyone over sixteen is allowed to participate.
2: Okay. So anybody over 2 two-man teams, those states I just listed off. What else are the? Uh, I guess this goes from the opening of season to the end of season.
4: Yeah. So so what we've done, is basically in Missouri, you know, uh, everything's going to open. Each four, each one of the four states will open on uh, October the first, depending on which state. Some of the some of the states, Mississippi's rut runs a little longer, so the ending dates vary depending yeah. on which which state you're hunting but everything will open on october 1st and uh you know run through the best part of the season
2: okay and so you're looking for your guys's for the big uh banquet at the end of it kind of being the official end yeah so that of
4: that's where like jeff said earlier you know everything will kind of culminate into that that big event uh february 9th and 10th at the expo center downtown springfield um so basically how it's how it's going to work is When someone harvests a deer that they want to enter into the tournament, they'll be supplied a uh, trophy tape from Wild Game Innovations in their packet that we send to them when they enter the tournament. So within 24 hours of harvest, they're going to uh, submit a live video of the scoring to us. And at that time, we'll be able to plug in all the information uh, to our interactive leaderboard and kind of update things as we go along. So and then. that will get us that will get us to our event in february where we will bring in say our top 15 teams from each state with our unofficial scores and at that event we'll have an official panel there so everybody's deer heads will be scored in the same place by the same people keep everything on the same playing field so there is no question about how the deer are scored and and uh you know if you're lucky enough to walk away with one of those prizes being one of the top 10 teams then We're going to subject you to a polygraph test so that's probably been one of the most uh asked questions so far is how are we going to keep this legit and legal and (laughs) and uh trust me we've had several conversations and and uh we've tried to uh you know take care of every scenario that we can possibly think of and at the end of the day that polygraph test is is going to be our saving grace
2: oh yeah i i've told this this uh your guys's plan to multiple people and one of the first comments i always get is well how are they going to keep some guy from just shooting a big one off the road and i always say the polygraph and they always say what really (laughs) and so uh i'm happy to hear that that's going to be there to where it keeps everybody legal and and that's what you know
4: we, we talked earlier about the the buddy bass tournament model you know and that's what they've been doing for years you know your bigger bass tournaments those guys you know are subjected to those polygraph tests and and uh nobody wants to be embarrassed on a big stage so you know hopefully hopefully all those guys play by the rules
3: yeah no doubt so you talked about this all kind of coming to culmination a big event talk more about that event because it's not just for people who are part of the tournament there there's other activities there for for people to enjoy it's really a whole weekend from what it sounds like so what's kind of the uh the build-up on that
0: yeah um you know the we were talking about it earlier, Missouri is just, is in desperate need of a, a, a real outdoor expo. I mean, there's just not much here and the, there needs to be, it's a huge market. And we've got a lot of border states here that are pretty close. So this location is kind of perfect for that. But yeah. it, you know, what we're gonna be putting on, especially year one, we're gonna keep advancing that as we go forward. But I mean, it's gonna be an outdoor expo. It's got some fishing elements to it, but a lot of hunting stuff. So there's a lot of our sponsors gonna set up booths. We're gonna have giveaways. Um, you know, speakers are coming down I know we might want to mention who some of those are, but we've got some already lined up. But we'll have breakout sessions to learn about, you know, things like filming and, and uh, food plots and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, that that's all going to be there. We actually have uh, at the evening on the Saturday night, the second day of the event, we'll have a – we'll have actually have an awards banquet kind of as part of the show. Right. Um, and we've got some plans to have country music there, a little concert for people, and just a real fun night to cool. kind of get together and look at all the – you know, the, the top 20 deer in each state, which is kind of a neat thing and, and, and get to know everybody and kind of mingle and then and then put on a show and have some good time. So it, it, it'll be a really, really nice event.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So are you guys bold enough to say who might be coming to the event yet? In terms yeah, of,
1: in terms of speakers or? Yeah. yeah so we've got uh, Michael Hunsucker from Harlem Bow Hunter's gonna be down. Uh, Steven um he's on the new G- Critical Mass uh, show for Journey yeah. Outdoors. And then we've got a couple more that we uh, we won't announce yet, but they're pretty big names. So cool,
3: cool. Forgot
1: about I, I yeah, yeah, I mean, and hey. we're, gonna <laughs> give, we're gonna let you guys give yourself a plug. Oh, okay, a
3: shameless plug here. We will good, be speaking. Good to say, Brian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> appreciate the uh, the time there. But no, we will be um, speaking there as well, talking about something habitat hunting related for sure. So we're looking forward to that. Okay, now I'm
2: gonna fix this.
1: So who is this? That's uh, not- you. Good? Yep, it's good now. It's just vibrating it's like crazy like crap It was getting
4: some static stuff when Brian was taught when he was getting your attention, I but I, I don't have I don't have anything in my right ear right now.
3: Vietnam was that bad, huh? There, there <laughs> we go. There
4: we go.
0: Good?
4: You gotcha. You got, you got both? Yep. Good.
3: So that sounds like a pretty good lineup for that uh, event, getting everyone in the door. And like I said, Springfield, if you're unfamiliar with Springfield, it's in a great location. Like I said, Oklahoma's close. Kansas is close. There's so many hunters in Missouri. Arkansas is not far away. You guys can pull the people who are really putting on this or, or you know, in the tournament, bring them here to a central location. And then there's so much other activities for anybody who wants to just come and enjoy the show itself. That's right. uh, a pretty pretty neat um idea you guys got going on there so each one of you though has got kind of a unique story um, and what you bring to the table so we'll start over here with you Phil what what's your background
4: well I've uh, I've had a couple of different businesses in the past Uh, my past business that I had was outdoor industry related Uh, did a lot of trade shows met a lot of people a lot of contacts in the outdoor industry Um, it's just been a it's been a great great match with brian and jeff and myself and and uh you know it's it's kind of like uh each of our strengths and weaknesses play to each other um brian and i actually uh he actually started working for me right out of high school i guess he's still in high school weren't yep. he? yeah he's actually still in high school so uh we've been together for quite a while and then i knew jeff name for a long time just through brian and and uh his brother and uh jeff he can tell you more about his background but you know, he he comes from the business world and something that uh, that Brian and I weren't super familiar with, and he's he's a huge asset. So, anyway, that's kind of my background. You know, I I just uh, I've been around the outdoor industry for a while, and and uh, you know, just really enjoy it, love everything about it, the people, the you know that you come in contact with, and relationships that you build with these people, and so it's
0: been really good.
2: Awesome, awesome, Jeff. Give me a little bit about yourself
0: yeah i mean phil mentioned the the business world i mean i i went i got out of high school um i mentioned maybe earlier i think brian and i knew each other going way back and i was friends with his older brother all through high school and went you know went did, did my thing went to school and and college and and got out and kind of went the business route got in the agricultural engine business for a lot of years and and had a great experience learned a ton um started up a few companies in that in that segment and then I mean Brian and I used to get together like I don't know two or three times a month you know we'd go have lunch and just not that Brian didn't enjoy working for Phil I don't want to set you up here but, <laughs> but we used to get together all the time and we would just sit there and say man how do we there's got to be a way to start a company doing something we really love you know and you know the older you get the more you realize you know it's all about loving what you do more so than than doing something that maybe makes the most money and all that stuff so we we get together all the time and I don't know how many ideas Brian we threw against the wall but it was a lot most of them were total duds but uh, you know one day we got together and started talking about a tournament format and uh, you know maybe doing some leases and doing a physical location hunt and and then we started looking around the industry and realized that technology was where it's at so that's kind of how we all three got together and started talking about how we make that work and that's that's kind of my background and how we got into this but we haven't looked back since so it's been full speed ahead i think we we found one we really want to see through here so
2: that's awesome so when when was this idea formed
0: i'd say it's about a year ago you know we we've been it's it, it's crazy i mean how much work has gone into this business prior to even launch you know it's a full year worth of planning and business setup and lining up sponsors and so it's just been a lot of grunt work i mean we haven't even started our first season yet and we're all pretty tired (laughs) i'm working on this but uh but uh but yeah it's 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 about a year right yeah from the from the very beginning stages so we'll uh we're pretty excited and nervous but excited to get this thing actually going and kicked off because there's been a lot of work gone into it by a lot of people
2: i'm sure i'm sure and and i think i know for matt and i when we started landing legacy it was kind of like the first year is like oh this is cool and then you get a few months in you're like how like how long is this going to carry and how (laughs) what do we got to do to keep this momentum going and so i know as soon as october 1 hits you guys are going to be excited to see how many people have signed up and and uh, how many deer hitting the ground brian they've kind of already gave you a little bit but give me a little bit of your background
1: yeah i think it's cool like when you just look at how this whole thing came together like phil mentioned uh outdoor industry i worked for phil and phil ironically actually bought me my first bow and got me into bow hunting about 2021 and I give him crap all the time now because I'm actually better than he is. <laughs> so, so I think he takes a lot of pride in that because I'm self prodigy. Yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. these kids, young and cocky, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, and so it's just kind of cool with Phil and I uh, in doing the hunting thing. And Jeff grew up, grew up fishing tournaments, and so when you look at kind of our backgrounds and how it's all came together, it's, you know we've we've kind of all thrown a piece at this. So,
2: yeah, that's super cool. It it definitely you know Matt and I since we're in a part. We have a business partnership notice i i almost messed up there and i've told this story with multiple people that we go across the country and and so i was like yeah that's i want to introduce each other it's like oh that's my partner business partner business partner i made (laughs) that mistake yeah 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 yeah. you gotta clarify (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah. so anyway yeah you guys we have both different backgrounds and you guys it sounds like have kind of found the mold of where each one of you fit into the puzzle and and it sounds like you got a great thing going i'm excited to see it develop and And, uh, I'm really excited to see the turnout at the banquet. Yeah. Yeah. Your big expo. Absolutely. February.
4: And like Jeff said, you know, we're, we're just full steam ahead right now for the the tournament 2018, but man, we got all kinds of planning and stuff going on right now for 2019. So, you know, social media, we get, we get the question asked a few times a week, you know, when you come into Alabama, when are you going to be in Mm -hmm. PA? When are you going to, and, uh, you know, we tell everybody to stay tuned and, uh, you know, we're going to have some big announcements for 2019 and we plan on being in uh, a few more States each year. So, you know, we got a lot going on right now, but still a lot of planning for the future also. For sure. For well, sure. Well,
0: and Phil, one more thing. I think it's a great point. One thing, because we do get that question a lot. It seems like nonstop, like, you know, why, why the States you picked, right? And, uh, and you know, we there was a real temptation to kind of go broader and do more states, um, but man, all three of us um, have been just committed to doing a first class tournament, and you mm-hmm. know, we don't want to we don't want to water it down, we don't want to spread it too thin, and so we've got big plans next year to add. We hope anywhere between four and six states next year, um, and continue to do that till we've covered most of the whitetail portion of the United States, but. But, uh, but that's really the reasoning behind it. We want it to be a first-class event, and we realize the bigger and broader we get, we're gonna have to do more remote events and ceremonies throughout the country. And We just wanna make sure those are good. So we'll,
3: yeah, absolutely. as
0: quick as we can, we'll be adding those. So we do have a portion of our website though, where people can go on and if they're interested in kind of firing one up in their state sooner than later, mm-hmm. um, we've got an option on there to, they can say, hey, we'd like to have this in our state. and So we do count those responses and we look to see where kind of that demand's coming from. So.
3: So what are some of the other just most frequently asked questions that you guys are getting on a, on a weekly basis that comes up? Like, let's answer them right now because I'm sure they're going to come through with yeah. this podcast as well.
4: Yeah, so um, we talked about how to keep the tournament fair and legal, so we kind of went over that a little bit. Um, probably one of the other things that needs to be clarified that people don't understand completely is is we're not excluding any gun hunters, any bow hunters. I mean, this is truly going back to our tagline, anyone's game. So if it's legal to hunt with that time of year in your state, then hunt with it, you know. So bow hunters, gun hunters, if, if Jeff and I were on a team, which obviously we can't enter the tournament, but, uh, you know. if he, would, I c- he wouldn't pick me anyway. <laughs> so, so but uh, but anyway, you know, if, if we were on a team and, and uh, hunting in Missouri, then, uh, you know, I could kill one the last weekend of October with my bow, and he could go out first weekend of rifle season and smoke one with a rifle. Um, so that, that's one of the things people need to understand, you know, that, that you can hunt with any type of weapon. Um, so, you know, it, not to say that both guys can't kill him with a bow, but, uh, but actually, you know, so people need to understand that you can do that. also, theoretically, we've talked about this a little bit, uh, and, uh, you can actually in Missouri, you can be on two teams. I oh, mean really? Dep- well, depending on your state laws, depending on your state laws, how many bucks you're allowed. I mean, theoretically, I could be on a team with Brian and a team with Jeff. He I, could he use, pick I could use. So. I I probably wouldn't pick either one of them. <laughs> but, but anyway, for example, uh, you know, I could kill one with my bow, and enter that buck with the team that I'm on with Jeff. I could kill one with my rifle enter that buck with the team I'm on with Brian. So theoretically you could actually be on two different teams in the state of Missouri. And that just depends on your state laws and regulations, you know, and tags
2: well, We <laughs> get
0: on, on top of that too. I mean, you, we actually allow people to upgrade one score per year, right? So if each of your teammates have two, two buck tags, one rifle, one bow tag, you get a third buck that you can basically replace one of your pre-existing scores if it betters you on the whole. So we, we don't like to say the word culling like fish in tournaments, but really in effect, that's what it is. So if you get a, both of you kill four bucks um if your third deer you shoot you know actually betters your score then we allow kind of an upgrade process to happen so you can improve your score again throughout the season so you're not just limited to that i was going to say one other thing too one of the questions i get a lot and it seems really simple because i think we put it out there as much as we can but it still comes up nonstop is arkansas folks are not competing with missouri folks and missouri folks are not competing with iowa folks and vice versa it's these are individual state tournaments so yeah, you know, we get a lot of people say, "Well, there's no way we could compete with them Iowa boys up there." And we say, "Well, wait on This is just a Missouri tournament for you guys. So you yeah. hunt, you hunt your ground, and you win on your ground in the same year you killed it. So it's it's uh, it, it's it's pretty cool."
1: Yeah, and I think another thing worth mentioning too is you don't have to reside in Missouri to hunt the Missouri tournament. So as long as you can get a permit to hunt these states, you could enter every tournament. If you drew Iowa, you wanted to hunt Missouri, all of the above. It's just what states will you be legally hunting in.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah,
1: yeah, we've
4: already had some registrations from uh, guys that entered the tournament in Mississippi and Missouri.
1: I mean, they hunt both states. So,
2: Cool. You guys think of any other comments on that?
1: W- one thing I was going to uh, speak on earlier, Phil talked about the scoring, and, and one other requirement this kind of eases people's mind is when they score that deer for the first time within 24 hours of harvest, we make sure that that deer scored prior to caping. So we want to make sure mm. guys aren't pulling heads off the wall or out of the freezer, you know. The head still good has point. to be intact. Sure. And I think that's that's going to go a long way right there and and keep from some people from cheating. So.
3: Yeah, good point. One of my questions is like, uh, Missouri here we open up September fifteenth, but the tournament doesn't start till October one. What happens in that little time frame? Can you kill one then? Does it count, or or we does it does the tournament date start to be okay? So that that. It does start October 1st. Correct. Okay.
1: Yeah. With with this being our first year and the other three states all opening on October 1, mm-hmm. we really thought, we only basically had 60 days to sign people up anyway, and we really thought we just needed those those days to to get, get the people involved. So, sure. So we pushed the start date of Missouri back, and I understand some guys, I mean, a lot of guys actually kill big bucks early, but this year it's just, uh, it's not part of the deal, so.
3: Right, right. Makes sense. Guys start everyone off the, the right. same foot. yeah um, Adam you got any other questions? Prizes. Absolutely you guys have had a heck of a kind of giveaway package here that you have mentioned prior to recording so describe that what it what's the big winner get?
0: Well I mean you know for first place uh, when we went to a team format it kind of we all looked at each other and said oh crap now we got to buy two of everything Um, but but it it turned out to be a really good deal for us a lot of our sponsors have stepped up big time which helped immensely for us but the first place prize in every state for 2018 is going to be a polaris ranger for for each guy so that you Man. know everybody and that's going to be cool for the awards ceremony i mean starting these things up and we announce the winners and drive them out on stage and so there's going to be a lot of feel to it we've got some videos planned to play while that's going on so it's it's going to be a lot of hype but that's the first place prize we got some other things we're throwing in there but that's the major thing uh, actually there's two ozonic units hr 300s for first place and then Second place is that both guys are walking away with a five by six on an eight foot tower MB ranch King blind. Um, so th- those are cool, man. That's some of the stuff that we've gotten a lot of good feedback on, man, these are, these are things I, w- I couldn't have bought for myself and, and I've always wanted them. And so that's what we tried to target here. Also two Ma- uh, two Matthews bows, tri axes for second place. Go in there. Um, going down to third place, we have another pair of blinds, a little bit smaller blinds, but nonetheless, ranch Kings, uh, kind of really stepped up on that. We've got more blinds for third place, also two Matthews triaxes. Uh Fourth place gets into some of our other sponsored product. We got a, we got a pair of Bison coolers, some Ozonic units, more bows for those guys. So you got to get pretty far down to get, you know, into the lower dollar ranges, but we're paying the top 10 spots. Um, and so they're all, I mean, just across the board, it's, it totals about $50,000 per state in total prizes. Jeez. And to go along with those prize packs, too, you know, I mean, just by entering
4: the tournament, uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize this, but, you know, the sponsors have been so great to step up on this deal. And, uh, I mean, they're passing along some awesome discounts and savings to our tournament participants anywhere from 25 to 35% off. So, you know, uh, we've got Muddy, Cuddyback, Bison Coolers, Ranch King, Ozonics, Shock Effect, Frigid Forge, Cook's Fatal Attraction. uh Badlands, Badlands is a big one. They've really stepped up. Victory Archery. I mean, we've got some great sponsors. So, you know, for a seventy-five dollar entry fee, I mean, uh, you know, if a guy's looking at getting a getting an Ozonics unit this year, I mean, you're going to make your money back just by entering the tournament. So that's really cool that they've stepped up like that for us.
2: One thing I'm not sure if it, if you guys said. I apologize if it if it if you have but october 1 is the cutoff so you can't sign up november 1 when you th- a new buck shows up on your place and you're that's like right. oh i better sign up for that because i can get this buck killed and enter him in you've got to be signed up before the correct right yes
0: yeah i mean we we figure though we'll, i'm sure we'll still get those phone calls you know after october 1st somebody that's got a real a nice one they've seen on their property but but that's the cutoff so we're, we're doing everything we can to get the word out i mean we're Doing weekend events just about everywhere every weekend somewhere we were in up North Missouri this weekend we'll be down in Arkansas some the first of September and so we're just trying to get let make sure everybody knows and we're also got some incentive packages I think we got ten days left on our sign up by August 15th that if you sign up before then you get a free hat from Quest and stuff like that so we'll keep doing some of those things and making you know making sure people know that get signed up early
2: How do they find you?
0: best way to find us I mean we're number one we always tell people follow us on social media we've been blessed to have a big following on there and it's kind of grown for us but we're on Instagram quest hunt co Um, obviously Facebook and Twitter our websites great because it's got all the rules it kind of walks through real simple how it works one through ten steps Um, so check that out you actually sign up on the website Um, there's also a phone number on there if people want to call us directly and just ask us something we get a lot of that stuff or private messages on social media. Be happy to answer any questions for you.
2: That's questhuntco.com.
0: Questhuntco.com, all one word.
2: Yeah, there you go. That's how to find them. That's where to find out more on the prizes, the sign up, the rules, regulations. Um, is there any info on the banquet in February, February on online yet? Not yet,
0: there's not yet. We're going to be uh, we're just finalizing some flyers, some digital marketing stuff with our partners on that, so we will be getting that out. But the dates are, not, are, are pretty locked in, it's the weekend of February 9th, so for okay. sure, pencil that in and make sure you're available to go to that.
2: I think that's something that even for the guys that might be on the fence of saying this first year, or shoot, some people may be saying, I don't have any bucks on my farm right now to really even worry about this, and so. I'm just going to, I, I want to see how it goes the first year. They should still come to the event in February just to check it out, just to get motivated to definitely join it next year and say, okay, I don't want to miss that in the future. So, right. Um,
0: well, we can't reiterate enough to people. We tell this all the time, but I mean, you know, just cause you don't have a 200, 220 inch deer on your property, you know, a lot of these people that are going to be in the money or in the prize packs, you know, are not going to be shooting deer like that. So mm-hmm. a couple guys, you know, harvesting a couple
2: 140s, 150s. You're in the money. You're, you're up there. You've got a really good shot. And Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed that podcast. Unfortunately, we missed the last minute, minute and a half of the recording um, due to some technical difficulties. But either way, I think you guys got the gist of what Quest Hunt Co. is all about. Brian, Jeff, and Phil all did a great job explaining exactly what it is And uh, in simple terms, it's just a big old big buck contest um, with some amazing prizes. And uh, I think it's going to be an awesome event Uh, throughout this fall. I'm excited to have them back on again, um, kind of discuss how it's evolving and how uh, people are adapting to it and how many people are signing up and all the wonderful things that they have going on. I'm most excited for the event later on uh, in February to kind of get everybody together and do a one-year wrap-up of what all unfolded. Um, Once again, check them out at questhuntco.com and uh, sign up, learn more about it. If you're still on the fence, hopefully you'll learn enough to to get yourself signed up. Uh, I know we're definitely excited to see how it all unfolds. So anyway, hopefully you guys enjoyed that, and we will catch you next week right here on Sportsman's Nation Land and Legacy Podcast. Thanks for
3: listening to another episode of Land and Legacy's Hunting and Habitat Management Podcast. If you like what you hear, check us out at landandlegacy.tv. You can submit a viewer question right there, and we're answering on the podcast, or find us on Facebook and Instagram.
2: Feels pretty good knowing that from the beginning of time, God has called us to be a caretaker, a gamekeeper, a manager of the land. So with that being said, don't you think we should do it all for the love of the land and the glory to God?